Kamala and the Thieves, adapted by Bruce Lansky from an Indian folktale. If you were a girl raised in a poor village in Punjab, India, you would probably be married off by your well-meaning parents to a young man with good prospects. That's the way it was when Kamala was growing up some years ago. So that is why Kamala's parents arranged a marriage to Rajiv, the barber's son. Kamala compa complained to her parents, Who is this Rajiv? How can you marry me to someone I've never even met before? Don't worry, Kamala's mother assured her. Rajiv is a fine boy from a hard-working family. His father owns the busiest barber shop in the village. Rajiv will work there when he gets out of school. He'll take good care of you, and you'll be very happy together. You'll see. And so Kamala's mother proceeded to make arrangements for the marriage. One day after school, Kamala walked home past the barber shop. It was a hot day, and the door was open. She glanced around the shop and caught a glimpse of Rajiv chatting with a customer. That was the only time she ever saw Rajiv, until, of course, the day of the wedding. But by then, it was too late. Kamala didn't find out until after she was married that Rajiv spent all day at the barbershop joking and playing cards with his friends, not cutting hair. And what little money he made, Rajiv lost at the card table. Although Kamala kept her home spotless and did what she could to scrimp and save, sometimes Rajiv did not bring home enough money for food. To make ends meet, Kamala did odd jobs for neighbors. She took care of young children and cooked while their mothers carried their laundry down to the river and watched, washed it. Kamala also watched over the belongings to keep them safe from thieves who prowled the neighborhood. One day, Rajiv came home without a rupee in his pocket. Don't worry, Kamala, I have a plan to get rich. The Raja's son is getting married and everyone in the village is invited. I will go to the feast and perhaps the Raja will grant me a favor. I hope your plan works, Rajiv, but if it doesn't, I've decided to get a job. You can take care of the cleaning and cooking. Rajiv protested, but he knew that Kamala was right, so he staked all his hopes on the Raja. If Kamala took a job, everyone would know that he could not support his family. At the wedding reception, there was a long line of well-wishers and tables filled with scrumptious food. Rajiv had never seen so much food, so he stuffed himself instead of waiting in line to speak to the Raja. By the time Rajiv had finished eating, the reception was almost over. Rajiv approached the Raja. Your Excellency, said Rajiv as he bowed, permit me to congratulate you on this happy occasion. Thank you for your kind words, answered the Raja, and now, if you'll excuse me, I was just pre preparing to retire. Rajiv had not come to the wedding just to flatter the Raja. He had come to ask for a favor. If he did not speak up, he would have to go home empty-handed. Rajiv bowed again. Your Excellency, I am just a poor barber. I wonder if you'd be so kind as to grant me a small favor on this happy occasion. A frown creased the brow of the Raja. He did not know this young man and had no reason to grant him a favor, but to avoid creating an unpleasant scene at the wedding reception, he said, They say it is bad luck to refuse a request at a wedding, so I will grant you a favor. I own some land at the edge of town that is not being cultivated. If you plant it, I will let you keep half of the money you make. Rajiv bowed. Thank you, Excellency, for your generosity. But as he walked home, he was not smiling. Rajiv had been hoping for a few rupees, not a plot of land to farm. Farming was hard work. When Kamala saw the expression on his face, she sensed that the news was bad. What happened, she asked. Didn't the Raja grant you a favor? I shouldn't have wasted my time, answered Rajiv. The Raja was very stingy. He gave me some land to farm for a share of the profits. 
Why are you complaining? asked Kamala. Your plan has succeeded. You must be crazy, snapped Rajiv. How can I farm without a plow or a bull to pull it? Leave that to me, answered Kamala. You take care of the cooking and cleaning, and I'll take care of the farming. That day, Kamala went out to look at the Raja's land. It was full of weeds. The soil was good, but hard. It had not been plowed for years. Maybe Rajiv was right. How will I plow this land, Kamala wondered. She thought of nothing else all night. The next day, she had an idea. Kamala set out for the land with three children she had in her care. They all carried sticks she had sharpened. As soon as they arrived at the Raja's land, they began walking around the land, poking their sticks into the ground. People passing by stopped to gape at the strange sight. As a crowd gathered, it attracted some thieves looking for pockets to pick. When Kamala and the children began to walk home back to the village, a thief named Mustafa approached and asked, Why were you poking the ground with sticks? She responded, It is a secret. I will tell you only if I will tell you only if you promise not to tell a soul. I promise, the thief said solemnly. My husband, Rajiv, was at the Raja's wedding feast yesterday. The Raja told him that gold is hidden in this land. I am looking for it. That night, while the village slept, Mustafa and his gang of thieves arrived at the Raja's land with shovels. They dug up every foot of land looking for the hidden gold. The next morning, they were tired and angry at not finding a single coin. When they saw Kamala approaching, they hid in the forest near the land. They watched as she began to plant seeds in the newly plowed soil. Mustafa left his hiding place and confronted her. You lied when you said that gold is hidden in the land. I didn't lie. There is gold hidden in this land, but to find it, you must plant crops and harvest them. Then, spying several other thieves hiding in the forest, she said, I see that you lied when you promised you would keep my secret. Every day, Kamala weeded and watered her crop. It was hard work. And when she got home, Rajiv had dinner cooked and ready for her. At the end of the summer, Rajiv helped Kamala harvest the crop and take it to market. She gave Rajiv half the gold to take to the Raja and buried the rest under an apple tree that grew outside her kitchen. She covered the holes with leaves and leaned a ladder against the tree to make it look as though she had been picking apples. Unfortunately, Rajiv stopped at the barber shop and bragged to, to, and bragged to his friends about all the gold he had made farming the Raja's land. Word quickly got out to Mustafa, who stopped Kamala on the way to the market. Now that you have found the gold that was hidden in the land, I have come for my share. After all, I dug up the field for you and should be paid for my labor. Kamala replied, You dug up the field only because you wanted to steal the gold that was hidden there. I will not pay you a rupee. But Mustafa did not give up. When Kamala returned from the market, she saw him hiding behind the tree. And when Rajiv returned from delivering the gold to the Raja that night, he noticed someone lurking in the shadows. I hope you have hidden the gold well, Kamala, said Rajiv. Otherwise, the thieves will surely steal it, and we will be better, no better off than we were before. Don't worry, Rajiv, said Kamala in a loud voice, enough to be heard through the open window. I have hidden the gold in the tree, where no one would think of looking for it. Mustafa overheard Kamala and looked up. High in the apple tree, hidden behind dense leaves and fruit, he saw something that looked like a sack. He ran to his hideout and returned shortly with three of his gang. Hold the ladder while I go up to get the gold, he commanded, and be ready when I cut it down. Two men grabbed the ladder while another stood under the sack, ready to catch it. Mustafa scampered up the ladder and then from branch to branch until he was close enough to the sack to cut it down with his knife. Not finding any rope, he cut a branch off the tree and hit the sack to knock it down. 
The sack stayed put, so Mustafa poked it and heard a buzzing sound. He hit it harder and the buzzing got louder. He hit it as hard as he could and knocked it down. As it fell, angry hornets buzzed out of their nest and swarmed over Mustafa. He started screaming. Keep quiet, you'll wake the neighbors, called the thief who was trying to catch the nest. But in an instant, he heard the buzzing sound and felt the stings of angry hornets. Run, he cried to the two thieves who were holding the ladder, but they didn't need any urging. The angry hornets had found them too. Frantically climbing down the tree with one hand while trying to beat the hornets away with the other, Mustafa put his foot on the ladder, knocking it over. No one was holding it. He had no choice but to jump. He landed on his foot, which buckled under his weight. Then he hopped after his men, who jumped into the river to elude the stinging hornets. Now we're rid of the thieves and the hornets, said Kamala, smiling. Very clever of you, admitted Rajiv. I admire your talent. And I admire your talent, Rajiv. You are as good as I am at cooking and cleaning. As long as you stay away from your friends at the barbershop and help me at, at harvest time, we might just live happily ever after together after all.